Good morning. It is so, so good to see each of you here this morning. And I've been, ex I've been really excited to be able to preach this particular message this morning. We've been going through a series of messages which we've titled, He Shall Be Called, based off of Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6. And so we've examined about this babe that was born in Bethlehem, Jesus, as being the wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, and today we're going to be looking at the Prince of Peace. As I introduce the, the message to you today, I've struggled exactly how to, to share with you something that we all so desperately need, and that is the peace of God in our lives. I was thinking I could have talked about where just this past week, there's probably been a husband that woke up this morning or that morning, went to work to find out that he has lost his job. There's probably a family that got some very terrifying news about an ailment of a child. There's probably someone, a spouse, who learned when they woke up that their loved one went home to be with Jesus. This is to be a time of joy, but yet for so many, it's a time that's filled with sadness, anxiety, distress. And I just want to share, you, uh, share with you just a, a quick story about a young man that was in my Sunday school class many, many years ago when I was in the military. He happened to be the pastor's son. His name was Willie. Willie was a good-looking kid. I mean, like the girls flocked to him, kind of like the Caleb Watsons, <laughs> right? Yep, Caleb is going to give me money later. But good-looking kid, he had everything going for him. He, he, he restored a car. I can't remember what make and model it was at the time, but, uh, you know, it was a really nice, nice car, and he just graduated high school. I had deployed to Desert Storm, and while I was there, right before I came home, we got word that Willie was diagnosed with leukemia. And when we got back, of course, you know, our church members, they, they needed a platelet donation, you know, just, just giving up platelets and blood for Willie, and, and, and Willie was in and out of the hospital. But within a, a year's time of diagnosis to his death, uh, you just saw within his parents just the, the highs and lows of battling this awful disease and seeing their son slowly, slowly, uh, his health deteriorate. And I didn't get a lot of time through that year to spend with Willie, being in the Army and having responsibilities, and he was to, in Houston in uh, the hospital. But all along the way, Willie made 
a tremendous impact with everyone he met. At his funeral, we couldn't even fit 700 people at his funeral. This is a young kid. And there was his doctors and his nurses that came to testify that through all his sickness, he was calm as can be. And his faith was strong. That while he was ailing in his health and, you know, his organs just just battling uh, uh, against his body, he was at peace. Now, this is an 18-year-old young man. But he realized that his greatest need in life was Jesus. And it was Jesus who gave him the peace through this difficult time. And he would even tell his parents, everything's going to be okay, Mom, Dad. And to watch his parents go through it afterwards and see them hurting, they too knew that to get through the sadness, that they needed the peace of God. So maybe you're here this morning. You're not here by accident. Maybe you have a little sadness, a little anxiety in your life. Then I hope that you know the Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ. Because you see, He is the source of peace. The Apostle Paul wrote in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, a church who had been persecuted, a church that that, that was kind of, you know, in distress. He encouraged them, but he told them and reminded them, now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times in every way. The Lord be with you all. You see, Jesus is the Prince of Peace. I think about, you know, we think about Prince. It's not just a son of a monarch. Many times we might use a phrase like, you know, the, the father of the telephone would be who? Oh, you guys don't know your history? Alexander Grand Bell. The king of rock and roll? Okay, that's a little better. That's a little better. But Jesus is the prince of peace. It comes from him. He is source. Everything about Jesus is about peace. And peace is the idea to bring into harmony or, 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 or to, to, if you will, to settle one's heart even, to bring tranquility to one's life. And Jesus is that Lord of peace. It comes from Him. And if we want true peace, we must seek Jesus. I'm afraid today that there's way too many people that is looking to other things to satisfy a desire, a longing. They're trying to, you know, have peace in their life by, you know, getting into the wrong relationships or medicating, 
themselves with uh, a variety of things, television, shopping, uh, drugs, alcohol. They're trying to find some sense of peace. But, but all of that is, is, is in vain. It's empty. If you want to experience true peace, you must go to the Lord of peace, Jesus Christ. You see, He is the provider of peace. He is the Lord of peace Himself and will give you peace. He will give you peace. Have you ever experienced the peace of God in your life? I know in our family, Jenny and I, we've, you know, experienced some, some heartbreak and heartache ourselves with our children. And it's only because of Jesus that in the difficult times, in the worrisome times, in anxious times, that it seems like God's saying, here, take my peace. And, 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 and how we respond to it, some of us, nah, that, I'll take it some other way, but, but you kind of learn that I need that peace, that I can't, I can't, you know, by myself create a peaceful heart. I need Jesus, and He's willing to give it to you, this peace, even in difficult times, because you see, He's available every moment. Notice that He, the Lord of peace Himself will give you peace at all times, at all times. That, that, that whatever season of life that we're experiencing, Jesus Himself has made available in every season, good or bad, to give to you and to grant you Peace. Are any of you stubborn? I'm a little stubborn. Jenny, don't say amen. But I'm a little stubborn at times. I, I am, I'm one of the worst people to ever ask for help. Anybody like that? You know, I can do it on my own. Right? Jenny at times will... Hey, just ask so-and-so for help. No, it's a pride thing. Let's, I can do it. And sometimes I'm that way with Jesus. And I feel like sometimes Jesus is there like, look, I'm right here. Ask me. And I'll give it. I'll give you peace. And not only is He available every moment... His peace is available in every circumstance, in every way. So it doesn't matter what we're going through, whatever makes us anxious, whatever breaks our heart, whatever unsettles our mind. Sometimes we might look at and hear people's story, and sometimes we do think, like, well, that, that's simple, just just. Just trust God. And some people that's going through maybe a, a, something that, that, that just is beyond what we've ever experienced. We're like, I don't know how they're making it. I don't know how they're going through it. But yet they trusted in God for peace. 
And so whatever circumstance that we face, Jesus' peace is available to us. Now, here's one thing. I, I know that none of you do this, so it's just me. So it just, this is unique to me. I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm just kidding what I'm about to say. But how many of you have been guilty of going to the Lord in a troublesome time and, and, and you just pour your heart out, Lord, I just need your peace, and, 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 and here it is. And you say, okay, I left it at Jesus' feet. And you start walking away, and you want to take it back with you. Anybody guilty? I do that a lot. And something I'm learning that if I can just trust Jesus with what I'm going through, he does settle my heart and my mind. So he is the source of peace. He's willing to give me peace at all times, in every season, and in every circumstance. That's a pretty great God, isn't it? Amen. He is the prince of peace. And so let us respond to the prince of peace. I want to talk about three things quickly. Three things that we can do. If Jesus is the source of peace, as the Bible says that He is, and I believe it to be true, and He's willing to give it to us, as the Scriptures declare, and that it's available to us in every season of life and in every circumstance we face, then how are we to respond to Jesus? Well, let me begin by sharing with you something so so foundational that let us believe on Jesus to have peace with God. Paul wrote to the Romans in Romans chapter 5 verse 1, therefore since we have been justified by what? Faith. We have peace with God throughout our Lord, through our Lord Jesus Christ. You see, thousands of years ago, man was created perfect, without flaw, without all the anxieties of life, without all the hurts, without death, without illness. Things were perfect. And God and man were in harmony together. They were at peace. But sin entered in. Satan came and deceived Eve, and it's, the Bible says that Adam sinned willfully. And because of Adam's willful sin, there became hostility between God and mankind. And because of that sin, it was passed on from generation to generation to generation. And so here we stand that a lot of people around this world today are living in this hostile situation between God and themselves. Now, it's not God who created the hostility. God has provided everything for harmony, to be right with Him. It is not God who erred. God is not at fault. It is because of man's sinful condition that, that keeps him separated from God. 
So God loved humanity so much that he sent his son Jesus, the Prince of Peace, to make peace between God and man by giving himself on the cross at Calvary, being crucified, his blood shed, that our sins can be forgiven and that we can have direct access and peace with our Heavenly Father. So God has provided everything necessary for us to have peace with Him. Therefore, what we have to do is respond by faith. We must believe that Jesus is the only way to the Father. We must believe that what He did on the cross was necessary for our sins to be forgiven and for us to have peace with God, and receive eternal life. And when we place faith, we're told that within we are justified, we are declared righteous before God. And now we have peace with God. And that is the greatest need any of us have, have is to trust Jesus as our Savior, that we can be right and that we could have peace with our Heavenly Father. That is the greatest need that any of us have. So do you believe in Jesus? Because God wants peace with you. Will you believe in His Son? Secondly, let us pray to Jesus to have a peaceful heart and mind. I think our pastor preached a series on this very thing. Not too long ago, Paul said, do not be anxious about anything. Is there anyone immune to anxiety? Anybody faced anxiety? Maybe some of you faced anxiety getting up and rushing to church this morning. We all face anxious times, right? But Paul said, don't be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer, and supplication with thanksgiving. That's very important. Let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Prayer is so vital to our daily Christian walk. It's necessary, especially in anxious times. There's a lot of things to be anxious over. There's a lot of distress. Just watch the news for one hour and, 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 and you'll get depressed. All the heartache, heartbreak, turmoil that's going on in the world. And we need the peace of God to settle, to calm the anxiousness, the unsettled hearts and minds. So we go to God praying. And we praise Him for what He has done in our lives. We praise Him for who He is. We have a lot to be thankful for, don't we? And boy, that heart of gratitude it's so, it's so important because it kind of it helps settle that uneasiness. And we begin to, to pray, okay, God, you know, 
I need this peace. And he's willing to give it. And sometimes we can walk away. Just as, as settled can be, I left it at the feet of Jesus. I can't explain sometimes why I, I feel the way that I do, that peace that I am, except that it's from God. God's kind of in control of all things. I think one of the difficulties we have here is sometimes when we pray, we have a certain desire that's in our heart, a certain answer that we want to receive. And sometimes that may be contrary to what we experience. And so we, we don't understand, we get upset with God, we, 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 you know, we have, you know, but who knows the mind of the Lord? God has a plan and purpose for our lives. He allows crises and tragedies and circumstances in our lives. He uses it to grow us, to mature us, to see Him, to draw us closer to Him. And whatever we may be experiencing, sometimes we, when we pray, it's like, okay, I don't want to pray because I don't want to be disappointed. But I'm telling you that we need to pray because that's where we can, we can tap into that well. We can, we can receive that, 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 that peace of God in our lives is in prayer. That our anxious soul could be settled. So not only are we to believe on Jesus, but we need to pray because he's willing to give us that peace that we need in every season of life and every circumstance that we face. But let us also hope in the word which gives us peace. I love Psalm 119, that whole psalm, the longest psalm there is. The, there's a lot of verses. And you're going to find the word hope in there time and time and time again. And that whole psalm is surrounded with the thoughts of how the Word of God has impacted a person's heart. The psalmist talks about meditating on it. He talks about how it gives him strength. I mean, it, it just it goes over about the Word again and again and again. And verse 147 says that I rise before dawn and I cry for help. This word cry in the Hebrew is something like, almost like a wailing out loud cry. Anybody ever cried, wailed out, out loud? I usually do at, you know, my favorite football team's loss. I know it seems silly. But some of us cry over more serious matters and well, and we cry for help. But notice what he says, I hope in your words. Are God's promises true? I sure hope they are. Because if God's promises are not true, we probably have a lot of better other things we could do than by sitting here this morning. But God's word is true. God's promises are sure. 
and it gives us hope. Because notice in 165, he says, great peace have those who love your law, his word, and nothing can make them stumble. Nothing can make them stumble. So you want to experience peace? You trust Jesus as your Savior. You pray to Him in those anxious times, giving Him praise and thanksgiving. And sometimes even when you don't have words to utter, God knows our hearts and our minds and the peace we need and get into the book because it's the Scriptures themselves that help us to, to restore our hope, to help us get peace. I mean, have you ever like, been, been troubled and you open up the Bible and all of a sudden you begin reading and all of a sudden here's this verse that just jumps out in that season of life? And just and that, that verse becomes kind of like your anthem for that season of life. Jenny, when we were going through some very difficult times with our son, uh, she'd have a she, I don't know, she, she, my wife has a lot of things on the wall. We, we live in a smaller house now, but, but, we, but she would write, she'd have like this little chalkboard, she'd write scripture on that, on that chalkboard. Um, we started taking uh, dry erase markers and writing scripture or just a reminders on the mirrors in our bathroom. Because it's in the Word of God that we have hope. It's in the promises of God that we cling to. It is in the Word of God that gives us great peace. That's a great reminder that everything is going to be okay. And isn't everything going to be okay? I mean, I've read the back of the book, the Bible. I think everything's going to turn out just fine. It's just from now to then. We're going to face some difficult times. It's part of the human experience that some way, some way, one of us is going to face some tragedy in life. We're going to face some difficulty in life. Things are not going to go as we had planned them to be. But one thing's for certain, we have a God who loves us. We have a God to depend on. And we have a God who's willing to give us His peace, for He is the Prince of Peace. So we need to believe on the name of the Son of God, Jesus Christ, for there's no greater name under heaven and earth by which man can be saved than the name Jesus. We need to trust Him as our Savior. We need to get on our knees and pray to Him every day. And especially in those anxious moments of life, Because if we want peace, what better place to go than the source of peace, the author of peace, the prince of peace, Jesus himself. And if you got, want God to speak to you, go to his word. His word is powerful. It changes lives. And it gives us the very peace we need. 
And all of this, God has given us everything we need to have peace in Him. The question is, will we draw closer to Him? Will we draw to Him? I mean, He's, he's wanting us to come to Him. He's wanting us to, to grab hold of the peace that He offers. Will you take it? Will you receive it? And when you do, will you worship Him? Will you thank Him? Will you praise Him for the peace He's giving you in life? Now, Christmas season is to be a time of joy. It is a, to be a time that we reflect on the Word of God, that we reflect on Jesus. And there's nothing better. There is no greater joy than we can experience than in the person of Jesus Christ Himself. So as we stand together this morning, maybe you are here and you do not know Jesus as your Savior. We want to give you an opportunity this morning. We're going to have some music playing. We want to give you the opportunity, whether it's in your, 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 your chairs there, or if you'd like to come forward this morning and you'd like, whether it's me or Pastor Lynn, to come and pray with you, there's no greater decision to be made today than calling upon the name of Jesus for salvation. Would you come? Maybe you're going through a very difficult time. Maybe you're struggling. I am pretty certain there's many in this room this morning that struggle, that has some uncertainty, that has some level of anxiety. Then would you this morning Seek Jesus, pray, tell Him how you're feeling, tell Him your circumstances, by the way, He already knows, but tell Him anyway, and ask for His peace this morning. Would you do that? I also want to give those that are here today, maybe you know Jesus is your personal Savior. And you want to follow Him in baptism. Maybe the Lord has put upon your heart to be a part of our church family here at Faith in LR. We would love for you to come to make that known that we can rejoice together. I know in recent weeks and two weeks in a row we had baptism praise God for that 
We are so excited what God is doing here in this place and in your lives. And we want to rejoice with you. So if you want to further your walk with the Lord and you want to follow him in baptism, church membership, we would love to rejoice and, and to help you to follow Jesus in a deeper, more meaningful, more transformational way. Because I do believe that the mission that God has given us is to be a life-changing church. Would you come this morning? I tell you what, let us bow our heads together. I'm going to close this in prayer. We're going to have announcements read, but Pastor Lynn and I will be in the lobby. If there's something that we can pray with you at that very moment about, we can help you, counsel with you, come seek us out. We want to help you. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your love and grace. Father, we thank you for the peace that you can give. And Father, there might be those here today that need that peace. There's so many lives that are hurting. So many minds and hearts that are unsettled. But Lord, you are the answer. Father, we pray that they'll seek you out and that you will give them the peace that does pass all understanding. Father, we pray that you'll do great things among your people. And Father, we pray today, if there's one that does not know you as their Savior, that today will be the day that they trust you and that they will be your child and that there'll be harmony between them and God. Father, we thank you for who you are and for your love for your grace and for your peace and may every decision may our lives give you the honor and glory which you so deserve for it's in Jesus name we pray amen